G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are asking the question, do I hold or do I fold? Let's go. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. And today I'm joined as always with Calamac, the fantasy guru. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Mitchie. Um, hold or fold? That is the question today. That is the question indeed. So today, the the concept of this, this might be a reoccurring segment that we do, uh, just basically talking about players who are on the fringe or maybe going through a rough patch or there's some extenuating circumstances and basically asking if they're worth your while holding on to them, toughing it out, or if you should just give up on them and move them on and try for something else and add something else onto your team. So just going to go through a few different names and by the end, we're hopefully going to come to a consensus. Maybe we'll disagree, um, but we'll, we'll talk about what we want to do with those teams. Uh, sorry, those players on different uh, leagues. So 10 teams, 12 teams, etc. Um, depending on your build. Um, so let's let's get straight on into it. Let's not muck around. Um, we're talking the first name on the list, Chris Boucher. Um, he is someone who has been polarizing in the fantasy community. Um, he was ranked uh, fairly high in the preseason. Uh, obviously had a massive year last year, permanent beast. Um, what do we do with Chris Boucher? He's obviously not getting the minutes at the moment. Uh, what are we doing with Chris Boucher? I think I know your answer. Are we holding or are we folding, Cal? <laughs> I'm folding. I'm folding straight away. I'm not even thinking about it. I was totally down on this guy yeah. um, pre-draft and I'm putting my foot down. I, obviously, I was right. Um, the coach doesn't like him. Um, there were so many injuries last season. He had to play center. He's like the lankiest dude out there. He shouldn't be playing center and that's pretty evident. That's why they got centers in the offseason. They got a pressure to They got a camp batch. Um, just so they did have to play this guy. Um, and yeah, look, fantasy-wise, it's went up numbers, but Minutes aren't there. He put up five minutes last game, eight minutes the game before. Um, and this is without Pascal Siakam, who should be playing that power forward role as well. So it all looks pretty downhill. I would be getting out of his stock a straightaway fold. Yeah. Fold, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, <laughs> I, I do agree with you. It's looking pretty pretty bleak. He's averaging 12 and a half minutes, and it's, it's trending the wrong way. Uh, his last two games, eight minutes and then five minutes. Um, still put up two blocks in eight minutes. Um, so there's that. But yeah, shooting like twenty seven percent. Look, it's 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 not it's going to get worse before it gets better. Like you said, with Pascal coming back, um, obviously you've now got Scotty Barnes is also playing that power forward position, uh, and they don't they don't like him playing at center. And like you said, the coach hates him. <laughs> like his, the comments coming from the coach are so brutal. Uh, <laughs> it's just never a good sign. So uh, look, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Part of me wants to hold him in like a roto league and just store him on my bench if there's nothing better on the waiver wire. Because in a roto league, your bench is just like, you don't use it. So I'd be happy if, if I'm going to hold him, it's it's in that kind of format. 
But in a head-to-head, when you're using all your roster spots, you just can't. You can't hold on to the dude. He's, he's not playing enough. So um, definitely in 10, 12s, 14s, just just drop him. He's, he's not worth the headache. You're probably better off finding something else. I don't see those minutes coming back anytime soon. Um, yeah. We agree. Finally, finally, yeah. you're on my bandwagon. Hey, I, I was I was not high on him this year. I was high on him last year as the last round pick, and it, it worked out great. But this year, the hype was too. It was it, people were expecting him to repeat last year, and it just wasn't going to happen. Uh, it never really was going to happen. Let's move on to the next guy here. Um, let's talk about Robert Covington, uh, another center eligible player, uh, someone who is on my team at the moment. Uh, what are you What are you doing with Robert Covington? You're holding or folding at the moment? I look, I'm I'm definitely holding. Um, I feel like when you draft him, you're probably either you you wanted a streamer on steals, um, or you wanted him if you're punting points. Because I think that's kind of why you really get him in the first place. He still is getting 1.3 steals and a block a game, and and in the small sample size that he's played in the three games, two of which were blowouts. So he only played 24 minutes and 26 minutes. So his minutes should also be going up. Um, obviously, the Portland Trailblazers will have closer games. Um, so, and look, yeah, four turnovers a game. Like even that, he's he's not really known for that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he he will go up in the rankings. I guarantee it. So I'm definitely holding. Yeah, I, I'm still a hold as well. Um, look, he's still averaging a triple one, one point three threes, one point three steals, one block a game. So that's super valuable. That's like the reason you have Robert Covington on your team is those um, peripheral sort of stats. Yes, he's not going to get you the points, but we knew that. We knew that he's probably going to average less than ten points per game. Um, so that's fine. The field goal percentage obviously hurts, but it's on very low attempts, so it's not the worst thing in the world. And I do think. He's not going to shoot that badly. It'll be low, but it won't be 31% kind of bad. So, um, And for someone who is center eligible on a punt, you know, I've got, I've got a few sort of punt big guy kind of stats. He fits perfectly in that kind of a build where you can get you the steals, you can get you the threes from that position um, and, and sort of give you those out-of-position blocks, which might be enough to win you uh, a week every now and again, which I did in, in my league um, just recently. So I, I definitely agree that we're, we're holding... Robert Covington. He did something like this last year and he came home at the end of the season and finished really strong. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Robert Covington actually was um, sneaky, really good for a few months there. So, yeah. And there's, there's no really reason for him to fall off. He's integrated into this team now as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go on to the next one here. Another, another center eligible player here. We're, we're rattling off a few of the big guys. Um, PJ Washington. I'm interested to get your take on what PJ is doing. Uh, the minutes are not there at the moment. Are we holding or are we folding PJ Washington? I'm holding for now, but okay. I'm getting worried. Yeah. I'm getting pretty worried. I'd be holding maybe for one more bet, and I'm probably throw, throwing, <laughs> throwing it in. Um, yeah. He was out today, um, right knee. Maybe that does explain his poor play, potentially. Potentially, um, yeah. But he was really good last season. I guess maybe you're saying Miles Bridges could be the steal in a lot of his minutes, and now he's going to be a bench roll. That, that could happen. That is realistic. So if, if that is the case, I would be folding. But for now, I'm still holding for a bit. Yeah, I, I anticipated him moving to the bench this season, but I thought he would still play plenty of backup four and backup five minutes, enough to get him close, like 28 to 30 minutes a night. Uh, but Plumley's playing way more than I thought. Um, it was sort of trending in the right direction before the injury, but again, the injury kind of sucks and comes at a bad time. He started with 19, then moved to 24, then to 26 minutes. So it was it was steadily increasing. The shot has always been bad. He's shooting uh, 27% on the, on the field this season. So 
I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that if that goes to like 45, 46%, which is more where we would expect him to be, he's probably averaging closer to 10 points. Um, the minutes come up, he's probably averaging closer to six or seven rebounds. Um, he's probably get, getting that steal and a three per game. So that's kind of where we expect him to be. Again, similar to like a Robert Covington, he's kind of good across the board, gives you those point steals, uh, blocks, um, Sorry, not points. Uh, three steals and blocks. Probably more points than than a Covington. Uh, so for that reason, I'm holding two, but I'm not as confident as I am with him that I am, was with Covington, just because of that shift in role. There is something different in that team there. So um, I understand if you want to move him on, and if you're in like a tough matchup, you're in a competitive league, and you can't afford to hold him. Look, I, it's still week two. I still think you can hold and and sort of take that on and just see where he's going because he's got that upside more than anyone else on the waiver wire in in uh, twelve team leagues. Maybe in a ten team league, it's fine to move on if you if you don't need that center eligible player. Um, let's move on to the next guy here. Uh, this one maybe a fairly easier one now after tonight's game or, or today's game. Uh, Kemba Walker, you're holding or folding here, Cal. I think I'm um, probably holding yeah. on this man. Um, e- even though the minutes aren't there, it's a bit weird, sporadic minutes, but he still gets threes, points. I feel like you drafted him just really for threes, points, and a bit of assists. Um, he's actually been getting defensive stats, which I would expect to come down, to be honest. Um, his assist may, might even go up, but 26 minutes per game. I, I don't, yeah. like, is that going to get better? I'm, yeah. I'm not too sure how, that, how that's going to trend. Yeah, the worry here is obviously the, the timeshare with Derek Rose. Um, we know Tibbs loves him. He's what, what was he? Did I see that he was his best man? Or he's going to be his best man at a wedding, or something yes, like that. That's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that seems so random to me. <laughs> like, what's the age difference there? Anyway, um, yeah, like, so he obviously has an affinity to play Derek Rose, and for that reason, it does worry me a little bit. I I thought he would comfortably beat his ranking preseason per game of eighty eight per uh, eighty eight um, per game, but I'm now thinking that he might not do that. He might be closer to like 100. Um, and so for that reason, in a 10-team league, he's not like a absolutely must-hold. But I have to think that, like PJ Washington, he's probably got higher upside than most players on your waiver wire. So you just stick it out for now. Hope the minutes increase. And like he's still putting up three threes a game. Um, you know, three assists is still okay. I think he can maintain a steal per game. But yeah, it is, it is concerning. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, like on the bench and the wave wire, you can get those three point streamers. Yeah, you um, can. Look, yeah, I definitely still be holding on to him for now. Um, I still think he will be a top eighty guy personally. He he is still the eighty fourth ranked player so far this season. So as bad as yeah. he's been, he's still uh, you know top eighty five. So you know, and that could improve definitely. So uh, we we both in agreement. We're we're four for four at the moment, Cal. We're we're in agreement so far. We're we're in sync. It's almost like we planned this, but we didn't. We're just talking about it now. Uh, let's go on to the next guy here, Kyle Anderson. Are we holding or folding? Look, I've had a look at his cards. I'm folding. I'm out. I'm out of Kyle Anderson coming off the bench. Um, he was always kind of like a punt points dude, I guess, or punt threes originally. Yeah. Um, but now in the bench role, I just don't think it's there for him. I'd like to say he could come off and kind of lead the bench because he actually almost won MVP of the Summer League one season where he was kind of that number one option. But even in the bench role, like this Memphis team is deep. That's what people are kind of forgetting. They're, they're really deep and he just doesn't really have um, the trust in, in the coach to be that kind of option. So the last game he played 20 minutes, only two points, two rebounds. 
It's pretty bad. Um, shot obviously terribly. Yeah. Um, you'd like to that case. He's shooting 20% for, for the season, only three games, four sample size. That should come up, but I'm folding. Um, I think there's better guys out there. Yeah, I yeah. think this is, uh, for me, this is an easy fold. Um, I think he's easy drop because, like you said, like we said with some of those other guys like Chris Boucher, it's only going to get worse. You know, Dylan Brooks is still going to come back to this team. He's going to get a lot of minutes at the three and, and at the two. So um, I think Kyle Anderson with the rival of Jaron Jackson Jr. back into the mix, uh, Melton and Bain taking a bigger uh, chunk of the minutes in this roster. He's moved to the bench. Um, yeah, I just don't think that there's enough goodies to go around uh, on this Memphis team, and he's clearly taking the back seat, and I don't see that changing at all. So get rid of him, add someone, uh, go look at our waiver wire show, um, anyone on that sort of roster there, I would much rather have on my roster. Literally anyone on that, that show that we did, I would have over Kyle Anderson. So easy fold for me. Let's talk about uh, Kelly Olenek. Um had a better game recently when he started for Jeremy Grant, um, but before then was sort of getting minutes, 22, 19 minutes a game, was doing enough to still be sticking around. Uh, are we holding or folding Kelly Olenek? I'm on the holding side just because of the good game he had, um, but that was because of the minutes. That's the thing. So you, yeah, he's on my fold watch list, that's for sure, but I'm, I'm holding for now. Um, we know he can be a permanent kind of beast, and that's why I put up the 21, 6, and 4, two steals, two threes. Um, good, pretty good percentages. Like, he's shooting it well. The free throw is um, weirdly 50%, so that even should come up. Um, yeah, that should So I, I think there definitely are things there to grow on. It's just the minutes, and that's what you have to keep your eye on. But yeah. I'm, I'm holding. Yeah, I think, I think the free throw percentage gets better. I think he hits more threes moving forward as well. He's only hitting uh, 0.7 threes per game at the moment. But the rest of the stuff I can see sort of maintaining in 24 minutes. I think that... We didn't expect him to be averaging 30 minutes a game, but yeah, like 25, 26 minutes per game was sort of where we were thinking he'd be. And, and do you remember he was a beast at the end of last season when he was playing on that Rockets team? Um, so he, he does have a good fantasy game, um, So and he doesn't need a lot of minutes. So I, I agree with you again. I think he is a hold in most leagues. Uh, I'm going to throw this one out here because I've been getting a lot of questions about him. Um, Jalen Suggs, holding or folding on the rookie? I'm holding. I'm holding for now. I think I think you still have to. He's due for a big game, right? Like he's still kind of putting up stats too. We knew the steals would translate. He hasn't gotten less than one steal a game, which is um, good to see. Um, he's still, it's a bit of growing pain. I think that's all it is. There's a lot of rookies that have it. The field goal is atrocious. It's really yes, bad. Turnovers are bad. Um, yeah, field goal 29%, uh, yeah. three and a half turnovers a game. But surely it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to click at one point. Um, you just have to kind of... Maybe even bench him for the next few weeks if you've got a strong team. Um, and then I would expect a, a ceiling to climb. You had to expect that to be the case. I, I would hope that when you drafted Jalen Suggs, you, you either had a plan in place to deal with his field goal percentage or you're just punting the category and, and going. Rookie point guards are always trash at field goal percentage. It's just like a known fact. Um, Giddy, him, Jalen Green, I'll even throw in there as well. Um, these guys, they're just going to be bad at field goal percentage. We, we know this. Um, the turnovers are, are, are high as well. Obviously, we also know this as well. But, you know, the steals will be there. He's gonna, he hasn't blocked a shot yet, which is um, something that he's actually going to be really good at as a point guard. Um, and he's getting 
Lots of run, you know, 28 minutes per night straight out of the gates is, is very positive for his value. I really like his potential, and I think he's going to get a lot better. And he's, yeah, he's going to give you steals, assists, threes, good points. The blocks from the guard position are all going to be strong. Just look after that field goal percentage and turnovers. you just got to keep that in mind. And I think the points will come up. And you, you've got to be willing to, to take the shit start to the season for some of these rookies, and you'll be rewarded later. If you can't, if you can't accept that, then maybe you do fold him. Um, but... I think in most cases, especially this early in the season, you can afford to hold on for him for a little bit longer and just see if you can ride out these bumps at the start of the season. So I agree. I'm holding Jalen Suggs. All right, last one here. clean sweep so far. Yeah, are we going to go 100%? Let's let's see how we go. Colin Sexton is our last one here. Um, What are we doing with Colin Sexton? 185th ranked player so far this season in 29 minutes. 95% rostered, so he's a popular player. Are we holding or are we folding Colin Sexton? I'm going to have to hold. Um, 68, where you draft him, just... It's too much to give up at this point. Yeah. It really is too much. Um, he's still getting points, and to some degree, that is why you got him at that point. It, it's a good um, at the 68th rank. That's that's awesome for points. Get 19 points game. That's got to come up. Um, I am a bit concerned, though. I'll be honest. I'm getting pretty concerned. We knew the rebounds and assists weren't really there, and the, and the stealing stats weren't there. He's, he's really just a streamer points, and he had good field goal for a guard, which he's still putting up. Um, but he, he does just fit a lot of builds. Um, so you, you could still trade him if you hold on to him, I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm worried about Colin Sexton. I, it's, it's worse than even I thought. Um, I think we had a few questions in the preseason about ranking guards, and, and Sexton was always down the bottom of my list of that like mid-round sort of range of guards, just because I think this is Garland's team now, and uh, Mobley's taking a bigger chunk of the offense than I thought uh, early on in the season. Larry Markinen's taking more of the offense. He's in the starting lineup, so there's just more usage going around, and when your only contribution is points and field goal percentage because of those points, uh, and maybe a few threes here and there, then as soon as you take a usage hit, it's a massive drop in your value. Um, his free throw percentage is going to be better. Right now, he's shooting like 69%. Um, that's going to improve. But what's not going to improve is his assists. His steals are not going to get better, and his blocks aren't going to get better. His rebounds are not going to be there. So those things are real. That's just going to be what he is. And if he's going to only average 19 points, you know, it's 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 not it's not really enough. Like it's, yeah, I mean, points are hard to come by. So it is, it is something, but it's easily replaceable. You could stream that in, grab like a Tim Hardaway Jr. or something, or a, I don't know, someone off the waiver wire or stream that position and try and make up the points that way and, and plus some other stats. So I'm holding, hoping it improves, but I'm very close to folding really. Um, I wasn't a big believer in Sexton anyway, but I still think this early in the season you can you can look at him. But I am worried. If you can trade him for someone anywhere close to his value, like around the 70, 80 range, I would do it. Yeah, likewise. Where, 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 would, you, where would be the cutoff in terms of range of, of like value that you would trade him for? Look, he does kind of fit that certain team. Um, so I think you are trying to get points back. That's probably why you got him to begin with. Preseason 68, look, Anyone in the top 80, I think I would be considering at this point is because he's got nothing else. He only contributes really in, you know, two or three categories. So, any yeah, anyone top 80, I, I would consider it if it fits your team. 
Maybe you could maybe you could flip him for a Karis Levert or something like that. You know, someone who's potentially supposed to come back soon hasn't played a game yet, so might be off people's radars. You know, you could you could, I would try do something like that, or um, you know, another player. It's kind of a sell low, buy low as well, but maybe an RJ Barrett um, who's also been pretty disgusting. But I've got a bit more faith in RJ Barrett. Um, you know, sticking it out. There's not as much changing on his team, but that's kind of a yuck for yuck trade. Like those kind of sort of levels, those are the things I'm trying to look at really. Um, but I like that. I like that um, Karis Levert kind of trade. I think if you can snag that, that would be something I'd do uh, pretty quickly. Alrighty. Well, that will do it for us today, guys. Nice quick one, nice short one for today. Make sure you give the video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Let's get this video to 100 plus likes. Uh, we would love it if you can do that. Make sure you're subscribed um, and subscribe over onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating if you haven't done so already there. And um, make sure that you guys are checking the videos regularly. We're going to be posting um, every week. So check them out and we'll see you guys next time. Laters. Laters.